0: So wherever you are, good evening. I'm, my time zone is evening. For my wonderful guest today, Charlotte, it's the afternoon. And full disclosure here, everyone, my glass of Reno is accompanying me today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for those of you in the European time zone, chin-chin, um, you know, I'm really, really happy and excited to have you here today, Charlotte. And there's something about, I don't know if you remember this time in radio when you were growing up, but called Quiet Storm. Yeah, yeah. And I, know, I know it's daytime for you, but for me, it's like uh, 10 past eight. And there's something that feels like so quiet, storm, so chill, you know, having this conversation, you and I. And I always think sometimes about this podcast series for Black Women Parlay. And even though in many senses it's tied to the private women's network, I always think about this as being, you know, the glass on the door when someone's trying to hear what's going on this is a taste of the things we will be discussing in that room but you're not going to get all of it but you're still going to get to hear like a, a, you know a lot of good stuff and I'm super excited um to have you here I mean we came across each other in a super cool way um you know connected coming together you know mutual friend bringing us together to say you know you two will have something in common and I really really love what you're trying to do so really welcome Charlotte. Thank you, thank you so much for having me I'm really honored to be here very very honored to be in this space with you. Listen you know yeah as, as as I said Jamaica you know I so said love you Alpha." already so this is, <laughs> this is this is this is already good so you're the founder of sent me. And I was just saying to, you, you know, one of the things that has been preoccupying my mind at the moment is this concept of a black woman needing to be a black man's peace. you know, don't come in, don't bring him stress, all of this stuff. And I think about it, you know, do you know that phrase, the strong silent type you bear everything you say nothing and inside you're crumbling. Mm-hmm. And I always worry about young women today who don't necessarily hear a counter narrative because I think of and I'm not sure how you felt about music when you were growing up but I still remember music still even now is like a soundtrack to my life and you still think about you know did you used to listen to joe when you were younger yeah (laughs) yeah a lot of thousand candles all around okay you know this was the stuff that made us believe that this is what love was going to look like
1: right
0: you know, right, <laughs> right. Hey, yeah <laughs> I of- and you're like yeah man this is it this is what love's like you know this is how it's going to be this is how I get to show up and when I see like the music today and what it's talking about with regards to women I'm a bit like if you don't know who you are if you don't love yourself you're going to end up doing all these things that damage yourself in the long run.
1: Yeah.
0: So my question, my first question to you is, and I think this is a really powerful one, which is, you know, why is it that you do what you do with Center to me? And why do you believe that it's never, it's never too early to start to connect with the concept of self-love? <sighs>
1: Part of me has always known that this was the work that I was supposed to be doing. So what I have found is that there are many ways to lose. And the only way that you win is by showing up as your authentic self and embracing yourself. And for me, really understanding that, growing to understand that my life, you know, matters and that I'm worthy, you know, it has really transformed my inner space. Mm -hmm. And so, who am I to not share what I have found? And who am I to not embrace my gifts and talents Mm. to do this in the way that I know I was supposed to do it? Right. You know? And so I I do this as an honor, you know, to my sisters. Um, I am humble in the space that I am in to serve Black women this way because I know that this is how we really set ourselves free so if I'm going to spend but a moment's time in this human experience I want it to be worth it Mm. and this is how I see it being worth it
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think if you could also like just expand a little bit more on yeah you know what you do with center me because i think you know notoriously or you even see there are a lot of channels that talk about self love self care and all this kind of stuff and it's like well what does it mean for us and how are you bringing that to us so i'd i'd love for you to kind of dig into that a little bit as well
1: yeah so at center me i am i am building a community for black women to be able to come in and you know, experience the re-education of self-love. Mm-hmm. And so I want to be able to engage your whole self. So if you are participating in a class or a workshop of mine, there are going to be activities that are going to help you and to recur, you know, to encourage retention I'm going to going to bring into these, you know, peer-reviewed articles that show proof and, you know, that listen. You know, the number one killer of black women is heart disease, mm. and there are statistics that have shown that emotional wellness is not only a key in preventing heart disease, mm. but it is essential in the recovery. Of having had a heart attack. Right. And so if Black women are to really get this work, they need to know these things. Mm. They need to know what the impact of anger does on the heart. They need to know what the impact of survivor mode does. They need to know how to build a self-love environment for themselves to thrive in. What does that look like? Mm. You know, having classes on how to just curate a living space for yourself that says love lives here and talking about, you know, the fact that declutter is going to help you and not only improving your quality of sleep, but your mental wealth. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. so it's like you're learning like I really this is the real re-education of self-love over here. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the type of work that I'm doing. Mm hmm. I'm building curriculums and I'm teaching them Mm. and I'm making it, I'm making it, you know, I'm delivering the information in a way that, you know, is engaging, of course. So we got, you know, self-love is fun. You know, we got games and, you know, different activities that I try to do to make sure that, you know, with this heaviness that comes with some of the information, we're able to balance it out with, you know, some fun, you know what I mean? Because, at the end of the day I want you to come back <laughs> you know
0: what I'm saying listen listen uh, let's listen want, listen at the end of two things you want them to come back but number two it's like it wouldn't be a black affair if there wasn't joy as part of it exactly, you, it, it exactly. How, serious and how heavy life is you know uh Uh, my husband came to my grandfather's funeral this year and you know after we did the sad part then it was a proper party and he was like this is like no other funeral I've ever been to because you're like black people party at funerals you don't that's what happens it's not just crying it can't it can't all be sackcloth and ashes it can't all be sad but there was really one thing that you just said to me and this is what uh, I think is so powerful is recognizing and understanding the impact of survival mode and I think it's it's that part right there where from a from a very very young age we are taught to survive from a very very young age we are taught to you know I think it was in one of Tarana Burke's books, where she talked about, you know, from a young age, you're taught, you know, don't sit on someone's, you know, don't sit on this man's lap when he gets older, don't do this, don't do that, don't wear it too yeah. short, don't do this. We're always taught to find ways to minimize danger. We're taught to find ways minimize to- Minimize
1: our presence.
0: <laughs> or Right. Presence, <laughs> danger, all these things that ultimately- you don't realize that that automatically puts you in survival mode mm-hmm. and you're always clocking the situation to say where's my exit point point?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if I'm not safe here how can I get out mm-hmm. and we don't realize what continuous impact that has on us if we don't kind of if we don't recognize how deep that goes if we don't recognize that it's generational if we don't recognize that it's also societal if we don't recognize that it's validated and revalidated by media literature and everything um and to your point then we don't see the impact because what we haven't realized is, is that we're continuously in a state of survival which is not which is not living it's existing right right and the heavy lifting into getting out of survival mode, and as you said, you know, you said you found your freedom, you found your you found your way to be free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would you, why wouldn't you share that? And that's yeah. pa- and that's powerful stuff. I mean, I read this book. It's called it's by um Donna L. Franklin, and it's called What's Love Got to Do with It? And it looks about the, it, it looks at the rift between, you know, um, black men and black women. Mm. But what it also does is it looks at this element, as you said, about, you know, the existence of black women, where we're we're positioned, how we're positioned, you know, um, how we can sometimes forget the depths to which, it doesn't mean you can't have a nice life, it doesn't mean you're not healthy, but we can still underestimate the extent to which generational trauma prevents us from engaging with self-love and the fact that you're taking it one step further I think is you know different and it's very unique because you don't hear many people talking about it in terms of building curriculum you know going and going deeper than just saying hey it's about daily affirmations
1: right
0: right
1: I mean we go
0: ahead no 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 you know you go ahead you go ahead
1: I mean, I feel like we exist in a society that it it is obvious and it has been obvious um, is dead set on restricting black women. So the environment that we are existing in is the reason that we're in survivor mode. So what I what I mean by that is if we are not going to bring our awareness to our environment then we won't be able to see ourselves in this survivor mode. Mm. Because you know, if this is all you know, imagine trying to see something different. You know, so we first have to really be for ourselves. You said something earlier that really rang to me when you said, you know, about feeling safe. Feeling safe is very important to Black women. It is very, very important to Black women. And I don't think that we talk about that enough because of the way that it impacts the way that we show up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because if you feel safe, then you're in an environment that is full of love. So how do we build these self-love environments around ourselves so that we are expanding instead of shrinking right and so for me um the environment that we're in society it's you know it's 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 obvious we're the most underrepresented underserved group in the world mm-hmm. and if we don't take the re-education and self-love seriously you know We're not going to be able to get really what we came here for. You know, we didn't come here for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
0: No, no, for sure.
1: And you have to, you just, you have to know that what is in you is worthy, is enough, and deserves to come to do the three things that we are all meant to do in this life. And that is to express ourselves,
0: mm-hmm.
1: to expand and to evolve. Right. But we have to be able to give ourselves that space. We have to be able to give ourselves permission to feel safe in our environments so that we can start to make the transformation in our lives Mm -hmm. that is going to set us free. We have to be for ourselves the love that we deserve. We have to... We have to be that for ourselves if we are going to be able to, to thrive in this experience.
0: Yeah, and I, as you, there's there's so many things I wanted to say. But the first thing I wanted to say, as you were talking about, you know, the system that we live in right now, do you know what came to my mind? This The imagery that came to my mind was, theoretically, we all know how a mirror works, right? Someone holds a mm-hmm. mirror in front of you and it reflects you back. But for a black woman, what we haven't always understood is somebody has already put our reflection of a picture of our reflection in the mirror. So when they hold it up, we believe that reflection because we say, well, we know what. There's it, but it's not a reflection. We're seeing it's a picture. And in many cases, as you were saying it, this is the thing. This reflection that we're seeing from society is a picture that has been created and yes. what we're trying to do is rip that picture out of the frame to reveal the mirror underneath so that we recognize ourselves.
1: Yeah. That I was- mean, yeah, exactly. Everything that you just said, because it's a matter of, you know, saving our own lives and, and,
0: mm-hmm. that's,
1: and, and honestly, like whenever um, I think about, how obvious it is that black women are under attack. <laughs> I feel like, you know, then that's probably, you know, it's there's there's got to be a reason. I must have some really, I must be really working with something over here. If they're putting all of this effort and energy into trying to break me and, and put me down, I must Listen. really be, I be, must be sitting <laughs> on something. <laughs> Right. if you're putting all of that
0: effort into it because you know what because because <laughs> the thing is I always say this if I'm not a threat why do you waste your time if I'm not a threat why do you waste okay. your time and the thing is is that you know when you were saying we have to be ourselves, love I think for the most part what we've always done is we have validated ourselves and we validated each other constantly because we had to if we left not it to, to right if we left it to society if we left it to society we would constantly you know we would feel ugly and a lot of and a lot of black women do I'm not saying it's you know that everyone loves themselves but if we purely left it to society we wouldn't appreciate all the things we have but to your point two things one we're absolutely under attack but two is the self-validation is almost a visceral reaction and it's still a fight it's a fight to, to provide that validation because everything else tells you not to. And what I love is, is that you're saying, create that, create that space of love for each other. Actually, the validation is through love. It's not because we're looking and saying we have to be, we have to be white, we have to be Latina, we have to be anything else, but we're looking at each other and creating that sisterhood that says, I love you as you are. You're wonderful as you are. And this is not in comparison to anybody else, but in absolute terms be that space for each other be that space for yourself and you know i i i know people sometimes laugh at this concept around decluttering your house and it declutters your mind but it does
1: it's so (laughs) true though it's so true i mean the the facts are there (laughs) you know what i mean like the facts are there so there are so many different things that we can do to there's so many different ways i always say that there you know self love is very diverse because there's so many different ways that we can really learn to love ourselves and i want to be able to explore each and every one of those right you know what I-, I mean and so you know that's why i've stumbled on you know information that has really helped me to amplify my message ultimately i feel like that's what that's one of the gifts of you know black women like we really mm-hmm. know how to take something and just make it this huge right. thing
0: we know how to make this like,
1: fly, right We know how to like we really know how to grow and amplify things and I feel like that just speaks to our natural you know design to expand but it's like we have to for me I'm going to be looking at my class replays Making sure that you know, oh, I, I might can learn something too. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm taking it very easy on myself because I that's what that's the kind of love that I want in my life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to when I say that you know I'm helping Black women to expand into them, into their highest selves. Your highest self is the version of you that knows what's best for you in that moment in time. preach And we're all out here doing our best, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So trust yourself. Give yourself space. Really give yourself space to be absolutely nothing. And I really want this is what I really mean by that. We sometimes get unnecessary pressures and stresses on ourselves because we want to be all the things. We want to be all the things. And sometimes some of the things that we want are not even in our best interest. And so when you release yourself of everything and you accept, you know, I'm all things and I'm nothing at the same time. Right. This is how you give yours. This is what it looks like to give yourself grace. This is what it looks like to start you know, forgiving yourself, really accepting yourself. And for me, that's, you know, that's a journey that you're going to have to, you're going to have to have, you know, for until you take your last breath, because if you know, like I know, there's always going to be something to explore with you. You're, you're going to always be creating something new. You're not going to be the person that you were last year. You know, yeah, I don't even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. You're supposed to evolve. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean you're supposed to be able to see you know what you came here for you're supposed to be able to exist in an environment that allows you to thrive that's what you're supposed to you have to accept that and that is you know a constant reminder that is a self-love environment that is a self-love language that is a self-love vision all in alignment you know you have to connect with that you know really believe that everything that we mm-hmm. put our belief into we bring life to mm. that's how powerful we are mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like whatever
0: you believe good or bad whatever you believe that's it it's self-fulfilling prophecy right once you start to believe it you then walk like it's true once you start yes. to walk like it's true then it happens that way and and it's 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 you know I do, it's it's this part around getting to the point where we understand and I love what you said about giving ourselves grace which is also it's getting to that point where you say I don't have to prove myself or prove my value to be worthy yeah you know I always That's say it. I you know one of the one of my own little quotes that I like is you don't have to be perfect to be to deserve love right it's not It's not about perfection, it's not about being the best of, it's not about even being comparable to, and I think that's the other part, which is a lot of the times we don't give ourselves grace because we're looking over our shoulder. I'm not sure if you saw this article this week in Forbes, and it's talking about, you know, two black women CEOs who managed to do it and um, also be mothers, the Sunderducket and you know who I... I saw
1: that i saw that
0: what's as... what's, her, what's, her, what's her name again the lady from starbucks oh. i
1: saw that though i did i did
0: it's jeremy her name is it but her name barnes i can't remember but she's the ceo of starbucks and i was a little bit like what is it do you now what is it now that you want to say to black women that if you say it's hard to take care of my kids and have a job, it's okay because these Fortune 500 CEO two black CEOs <laughs> have done it.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because when I saw that, I just kept scrolling. I said, I will not, <laughs> not today, <laughs> not you- today.
0: I was on the verge of posting it and cussing to basically say no. Once again, we're doing the superhero act. Once again, we're saying this is the standard Mm. for Black women. This does not create a situation that is any way validating for the woman who might have aspirations, but it just doesn't work because she can't get it. We're not talking about the salaries of these women. We're not talking about the paid help that these women have. We're looking at really, really basic facts Black female mothers yes and And see and see
1: like really read you have to be able to read between the lines Mm -hmm. you have to be able to see what they're really saying because like you like you said like we don't get enough of that that talk that is you know black women can be the damsel in distress we don't get that you know where we feel safe and in in our environment, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, if if we're not going to really embrace, (laughs) really embrace ourselves, we cannot leave it up to society to do it for us because it's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Like we are living three years younger than our white counterparts. It's not because we're not healthy people. <laughs> it's right. not because you know we're we have terrible you know habits. you know what I'm saying? like just looking because...
0: for, just look at it from a but I always think like a biological perspective. If you take this from like microbes that grow under certain conditions, we are not in our optimal condition. That is why. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So we're spending time right now, and the you know the work that you're doing and uh, the work that you're doing is is exactly that. It is how do I recalibrate? The conditions. If I can't recalibrate those externally, how do I recalibrate those internally? Which might look like being more aware and being more aware, and, as you said, being able to read the line between the lines. It might also look like having a higher level of protection, not because because of self-preservation you know, a self-preservation aspect, but you understand that you're caring for yourself, not surviving. It's I think there's a lot to be said about being intentional with how you do things. Yeah. Because until the world is ready for us, there always has to be that element of protection, internal, external.
1: You know what I feel like? I feel like... I'm going to always give myself permission to feel safe. Mm -hmm. I'm going to always give myself permission to feel safe. I'm going to always be, you know, regulating on a high level because I want to make sure that I am very, I am the most familiar with my needs.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I am the most familiar with my state of being. Mm -hmm. And so if I ever find myself experiencing any type of like you know external turbulence or anything like that I know what it takes to maintain my inner peace Mm. I know what it takes to get me back to where I'm most comfortable at you know what I mean like Mm. That's why spending silent time with yourself every day is so important, you know, really familiarizing yourself with what stillness is versus what paralysis is, because we have to be able to tell the difference between whether or not fear is keeping us back mm-hmm. or is it time for us to spend some, you know, to get some practice and stillness and really, you know, focus on that silence. And so I just feel like... Saying all of this, uh, whenever we get to the point where we are able to, you know, invest that time daily into getting to know ourselves, into, you know, really exploring what our needs are—environmental, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual—and um, really starting to meet those needs. I think that the, at least I, this is what I, this is what I see happening that when we do that as a result of that the need for protection so to speak will begin to decrease. Mm-hmm. If you get what I'm saying because like I want I want to feel like such a security in myself that I can be free no matter what space I'm in. No matter where I'm at, no matter what, I'm always free to be me. I don't want to feel like I have to, you know, be on guard or anything. But knowing me, I feel like is going to be my best bet of keeping an external world from having an impact on my internal world. Mm. And so... I mean, I think, and because I think when I when I heard you say protection, the first thing I, that came to mind was, you know, being on guard, you know, to us to an extent when we're in, you know, different spaces. You know, if we're you know we're being honest. We're in different spaces. There is this level of security that you feel like you have to have by putting up these added layers of protection in those spaces. But I want to so secure in myself that I don't I don't even want to feel like I have to do that in the rooms that I want to be in I want them to know who I am before I even get there so that they know when I get there I'm exactly what they anticipated because I don't ever want there to be any situation where I'm not being true to who I am Because I feel like that's what's going to allow an external environment to have its way on my internal space. Right. And my internal space is too sacred for me.
0: Right.
1: You know what I mean? So getting to know you, exploring you, knowing what those systems look like to, you know, create time and space for yourself to just get into the habit of knowing you, Mm -hmm. familiarizing yourself with your needs you know, all of them, knowing how to meet them and getting in the habit of doing that, you're earning trust with yourself because we have to do that too. You know, when the relationship with self requires that, that what, courting process too.
0: Right, no, no, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Now, my take is slightly different because I don't think, so I, I look at it slightly differently because I look at it as I don't know some sort of shape with like a hundred different sides for me like a a human is has so many different sides and let's say you and I are having this conversation I'm still absolutely Leanne with you 100% but I'm not the same Leanne just like you know I'm not the same Leanne as when I'm a mother I'm not the same Leanne as when I'm with my friends that I've known for 20 years I'm not the same so for me when I think about when I think about having your guard up I don't I think for me sitting in a place of self-love is I'm a firm believer in other people have to earn the depths of me or more than the surface which I'm not going to give in an instant I'm still myself but I get to choose the extent to which I show myself i.e I'm going to come in a new room and I want to see who all these players are because one of the things I do think about about being a black woman is to your point if you're always under attack you also cannot afford to leave yourself open now that doesn't necessarily mean you always have to be in a place of defense you can be completely neutral what it does mean for me that you have to keep an eye out for observation that not everybody in the room and it doesn't mean you're on the attack but it does mean that you're aware of the vibes the behavior of people who don't have your interests in the beginning who might take your might take your openness and vulnerability as something um, as something to be used later on and I think that's that part around being cautious doesn't necessarily mean you're not being authentically you it's creating that barrier to say I don't think not even I don't think my inner sanctum coming closer to me is an honor and you still have to pass this much to get closer to me first and like mm-hmm. so it's like from my perspective that's where the self-love is people can I think there's a really important part around knowing yourself also means knowing your limitations of how much you want to share with other people as in I don't have to share all of myself for it to be authentic I can choose how much I want to share because it's still quintessentially me um but with time you get to see more like just with any relationship with time you don't meet a man and give him everything on the first date or a woman you know you don't go on a first date and give everything you build the relationship and I think like in each situation it requires a little bit of that too because that's respecting me and much my- like for me, that's respecting me, my needs, how I see myself and understanding my own character, not in the moment, but actually looking at it from a relationship perspective, not sexual one. Just like if I invest all this time with you, if it goes wrong, how will I feel? What does that do to my that's bubble in a good way, but my bubble of my my protection, my case of self-love? Does that dent it? Does it harm it? Or is it something... Is it something that's going to serve to strengthen it? Because I always think about there's the today and the now, and then there's the, I don't know, you can't predict the future, but it's building those relationships, creating that space with people that you then meet to affirm that self-love environment that it happens well, as much as is possible I know I know you with your center me organization and all the things you're planning there's going to be a physical place um but you know it's it's you know it's that kind of thing can we start in a way that I don't expect you to give all of yourself you don't expect me to give all of myself but we work on it together to ensure that we're in an affirming position with each other if that makes sense
1: Well, yeah. So when it comes to your self-love environment, I always break it down into five different cornerstones. So they're going to be your relationships, your living space, your routines, your hobbies, and your job, business, or career. And so um, the object is going to always be balanced, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be balanced, but what holds it together, what is the foundation of this, this found this, uh, self-love environment is boundaries. Right. And so our boundaries are going to help us in so many different ways because they, you know, they, uh, define the expected and accepted behavior in our self-love environment. And so knowing this, we can easily be able to maintain or be able to see what's not in alignment with our self-love environment when we are practicing, you know, enforcing and maintaining our boundaries, when we are leading with balance in our relationships, our job, business, or career, living space, hobbies, and Mm -hmm. uh, routine. And so and what this means is just being able to, you know, know yourself and know whenever, it's time to, you know, replenish because you've been putting out a lot, you know what I mean? Being very conscious of that goes a very long way, you know? And so I think that's when it comes to relationships, if it's not in alignment with what you have built in your self-love environment, it will reveal itself, especially the more in tune you become with yourself. Um, But these are going to be processes that happen naturally. You're not going to Mm -hmm. have to force know what it is, you know, you just start focusing mainly on making sure that you're existing in a self-love environment and everything is going to align with that. Eventually it's going to align with that, but don't, don't stress yourself about whether or not this relationship is giving or not, because it's going to come to the light and it's going to be so clear. You're not going to be able to avoid it anymore. Right, especially if you're doing the work, you know what I mean.
0: Right, because if you change your behavior, everybody else's behavior will change according to where you stand. You yep. don't have to. You don't have to ask them and tell them. They will see your behavior and react accordingly.
1: Yeah.
0: But listen, Charlotte, you know what? Number one, I'm super excited for when you come, <laughs> the Black Women Palette, and do a workshop with us. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. I can't believe it that the times run by so quickly. So where can the good people find you? Channels, handles, please hit us.
1: Yes, so definitely visit us at centerme.com. We also, um, we have a sister circle and a a class every month. Um, We also open up memberships every month to help you get the self-love support and guidance that you, you know, deserve just like everyone else. And um, just be looking out for us on Instagram. We always post in, you know, free content on you know how to build your self-love environment how to speak a self-love language how to adhere to your self-love vision all of these things that you're going to you know benefit from on your self-love journey so make sure you follow us on instagram at center me sis and um the center me house and that's s-e-n-t-e-r-m-e center me um and just keep on you know just stay on the lookout stay on the lookout because we're always going to be popping up in the community (laughs) (laughs) you near you (laughs) and so um just stay posted you know we're here for you we're here to help you to expand so whatever we can do to help you on your self-love journey just allow center me to be on this journey with you
0: thank you so much and that's a wrap and for anyone who is new for joining you can find me at leanne mm on instagram and you can also find black women parlay um also on instagram and we look forward to seeing you soon so it's good night from me and i think it's see you soon from charlotte